Hello, oh, 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 oh. and welcome to this week's episode of French Rides and Faith. That was so exciting. I don't know why I wanted to start like that, but I did, so it is what it is. Um, welcome! I'm Abby. I am the host, the creator, the lovely voice you hear through your beautiful ears this day. <gasps> Hiccup, I apologize. Um, I am so glad you're here with me. I'm so glad we get to talk about Jesus. That is the purpose of French Rise and Faith is to normalize talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I'm proud of it. And the mission, my mission with this podcast is to just normalize talking about Jesus, love talking about Jesus, and also throw in some fun life things just because we love all pieces of the Oreo. We love the cream and both of the cookies. And so we take it all together and we talk about everything that we love and we center it around our Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, happy Easter week. I don't know if you're listening to this week of Easter. And even if you're not, live life like it's Easter week and live life just praising to our Savior and all that he's done for us. I love Easter. Ugh, it's my favorite. Um, not only because of the beautiful weather or the cute baby animals or whatever, the springtime grass, the springtime flowers, springtime traditions. Um, I love it. I just think it's just the most beautiful time of the year. And, uh, not a coincidence that the Savior, um, rose again, that we celebrate Easter, his resurrection, new birth, heyo, during the time of the year where there's new birth all around us with um, springtime animal babies and beautiful flowers and nature. Nature literally is rejoicing with the Savior in regrowth and resurrection from this cold. Um, if you live in Utah, shout out to you. Bitter winter. Sorry, you guys live where it snows. Um, but the world literally is celebrating with the Savior in his resurrection, his rebirth, his regrowth, his um, coming from dark and dreary death and resurrection into light and beautiful growth not a coincidence. I know that happens for a reason. Um, but I am so excited to just be talking about Easter and Jesus and all the good things of rebirth. Um, short story-ish, story-ish. Um, I am in the Easter pageant this year for all those who are wondering what the heck is Easter pageant. Let me just give you a little rundown. So on the Mesa Temple grounds, we do a we portray the life of the Savior with a cast of um, 500 plus. Um, our audience seats about 10,000. There's live animals. There's lighting. There's all kinds of things. It's a big, huge deal. We're a big freaking deal. And so it's beautiful. It's a beautiful production. And it's something that if you didn't get a chance to see this year, I would encourage you to definitely make it a priority coming to the Mesa Temple Grounds and watch. It's beautiful. Your testimony will grow. I promise you a gajillion dollars that it will. And if it doesn't, I will not give you a gajillion dollars, but I will pray that your heart will feel and grow anyways. Um, but I am in the Easter pageant and it is so beautiful because each night I get to listen to the script that is portraying the life of the savior and for any of you who maybe um what is the word that i'm looking for that may be aware of the musical artist rob gardner he is the one who helped write and compose the new script for the easter pageant he's 
very, very talented at what he does as a composer. And it's very beautiful. And your heart just melts when you listen to it, to be perfectly honest with you. He has a gift, and it truly is a spiritual gift that softens hearts all over. And one of the most beautiful things that I love about Easter pageant in general is that we take a lot from what the scripture is, the scripture doctrine, and um, they put it to music. So when you're sitting there listening to it, it's just this beautiful brain candy of just symphony, mind, spirit, body. You just can't help but feel a spirit and feel the love of your Savior as you're sitting there, as you're watching. And one of my favorite parts is when Angel Gabriel comes and appears to the shepherds and he says, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, the Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And I absolutely love that. I absolutely, oh my goodness, my words, goodness gracious. I love that he says, fear not. Um, <laughs> and he says that before he, uh, he appears uh, as an angel of the Lord on a mission from the Lord. And he says, fear not for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. And I think that a lot in our lives, we tend to see something amazing, see something beautiful, and then doubt, be fearful, um, question, whatever that might be. We might uh, have this beautiful spiritual experience, and we've talked about this before. Um, Elder Holland has a talk about it, and I can look it up for you also. I don't know why I don't have it in the top of my mind, but I've talked about it before on the podcast where he's talking about you're on the mountain, you have to come down, and how do you take those spiritual experiences and truly let them be your armor and not be distracted by what the world has to offer and go into doubt after you've had such great spiritual experiences, whether that's Easter or whether that's a temple session or just a beautiful hymn that is played on your car radio, whatever that may be. How do you come down from the mount of the beautiful spirit, the beautiful love that the Savior has to offer you in those experiences and not walk into a world of doubt, a world of fear, and let that fear and doubt just cripple and just destroy that beautiful peace he felt in those spiritual experiences. And I truly think the only way we can do that is obviously, not obviously, I believe the only way we can do that is through the Savior Jesus Christ. The only way that we can 100% fear not is the Savior. I, when I was reading last week in Come Follow Me in Exodus 14, I loved these two verses specifically stood out to me from all of um, the chapters of Exodus that we are reading, and it's Exodus 14, 13, and 14. Um, I'll just read them for you. And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Those that, end quote. That part I absolutely love, so I'm going to repeat it so that it can truly sink into your heart and your mind. Okay. Quote, And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians who ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. End quote. The beginning of 13 and and all of 14, I think, are just such reminders that we need to fear not and hold our peace. We need to fear not for the Lord will always stand with us when we stand with him. And um, we need to hold our peace. I think we forget that in a world of chaos that we're constantly fighting and we're constantly trying to stand for something. 
um, whatever that may be, whatever that causes that's so near and dear to your heart. We're constantly, constantly standing up, standing for and fighting for something that is meaningful to you in your heart. But we forget to hold our peace and hold the peace, the Prince of Peace near to our heart and close to who we are. So that when we're fighting, we don't just fight with um, the the sword of the world, but we, we fight with the sword of truth, which is the Savior, Jesus Christ, and His Spirit, and His Word, His light, His strength. Because when you fight for something that the Savior is also fighting for, you can't lose. And you only can fight with the Savior if you are on His team and you're on His side. And the way that you do that is live a life righteously enough to be inspired in what He needs you to do. In this Easter season, I would encourage you to truly truly write down and pray with a prayer journal. We've talked about that before. I encourage everyone to have a prayer journal just because I think it 100% enlightens and inspires you as you pray to write down insights because the Savior is constantly talking to us and talks to us in different ways. But if we write it down, we'll remember. And if we don't write it down, sometimes we don't. I know I don't. So I have to write it down. But I encourage you this Easter season to write down and as you're praying and talk to the Lord truly with an open heart, give your heart to the Lord, literally envision just like giving your life to the Lord and say, what do you need me to fight for? Do you need me to fight for peace in my home with my children? Do you need me to fight for peace in my ward or love in my ward or maybe love for my life in my mind? Maybe I need to fight for and even not fight, but maybe just stand for a family member who needs love and peace, but love and peace in the Savior's way. Whatever it may be, I know the Lord has a purpose for each of us in this Easter season. We get to see and look at the Savior's purpose for us, and His is the light and redeemer for, for our lives and for our eternal life, not just this earthly one, but that's His purpose. And we get to literally celebrate, rejoice, look, think about all month long what the Savior's purpose is for us. And that's not only to bring life, life, comfort, peace, joy, excitement, every little possible thing on this earth that is just perfect. The Savior gives to us. That's his purpose is to walk with us, right? And we see that and we get to celebrate that and we get to rejoice in that. And ugh, Easter is so beautiful because we constantly get that reminder that the Savior is a gift to us. And it's such a beautiful time to remember that. But it's also a time to remember that the Savior has a the Savior and our Heavenly Father has a purpose for us in our life. So what is our purpose? What is why do why do we continue walking with him? And um I would genuinely like to share this with you. Um I know I've thought a lot about and I've actually been asked that question, like, Abby, what is your purpose in it? It when it was asked to me, I said a version of this and I would like to adjust what I said, not just because I have added something that is truly close to a more pure version of what I feel. I have had several experiences where I know that as a woman, as a daughter of God, my purpose is I would like to be a mother. Like that's I love children. I know that um, when I find the the man that the Lord would like me to marry, I will get to have kids. And that is such an exciting, such a joyous something that I definitely look forward to. 
I know that one of my, my purpose in life is to be a mother, but one thing that I would like to add. So I wear a necklace like around my neck and it says them. And that's a constant reminder that I'm doing this for them. Like as my children, like I'm moving forward, I'm progressing, I'm holding onto the rod. I'm continuing forward because I personally need that daily reminder of why I choose to walk each day for the savior. And that's for them, for these souls that I'm going to be blessed with one day to raise and grow and teach the gospel to. So I need that. I personally need that daily reminder. So I get to out of choice wear this necklace as a reminder. So that's like my word is them because that means like my children. And, um, but a phrase came to me a couple months ago, probably like eight months ago. And it says, I'm doing this for them with him as in my savior. So yes, my purpose is them, but my purpose truly is to, my purpose is to be a mother through and with the savior. And that's my personal purpose. And I I know that, and I live my life that way. And during this Easter season, I just get to constantly rejoice with that purpose as I celebrate and love the savior's purpose. So as a daughter of God, I am so grateful that Easter is kind of an annual thing, as they say, entangled, (laughs) and that we get to truly have a reminder, just like Christmas, of the birth and the excitement of Christ's life. We get to celebrate Christ's life. Here we get to celebrate Christ's purpose in our life. And I hope you take this season to celebrate Christ's purpose in your life. Happy Easter. Please eat a Cadbury egg for me. And that's what I got for you. I love you lots. We'll see you next time.